0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast. I am your host, Jay Spencer King. And it is Victory Tuesday. And I'm pretty sure all of you are equally as happy and excited as I am. I may not sound like it because I'm trying to not sound like I did last week. (laughs) Every time I, I get amped and excited like this, I normally lose my voice. So I was trying to maintain a certain level of chill tonight. Or last night, technically. But the Buffalo Bills have swept the New England Patriots for the first time. Well, really, any team, I believe they said on the broadcast, that there hasn't been a team in the NFC or the NFC, good grief, in the AFC East to sweep the New England Patriots in a season since 2000. It's literally been 20 years since the New England Patriots have been swept and I guess to me, it's just amazing um, before I even before I say everything that I'm going to say tonight about the Bills and about how we could potentially get that number two seed and, you know, just how strong we look and how amazing Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Oh, goodness. Stefan Diggs, man. Like so before I get there, I do I do want to take a quick moment. And I want to acknowledge the fact that the New England Patriots, although we hate them, because we're fans in Buffalo. And although we don't like and we didn't like for a long time, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, the thing is, at the same time, there is a small amount of appreciation that I have for being able to have seen Tom Brady play in person every year, you know, for the better part of two decades. Every time he came to Buffalo, I was able to go to the Bill Stadium or to the Ralph or whatever you guys want to call it. I was able to see him in person. So there's a there's an aspect or there's a dynamic to my love-hate relationship with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick that is rooted in appreciation. And it's appreciation because we really did have a front row seat. Maybe not front row because we were not New England fans, so we didn't watch them every week. But we really had a very good seat in the house to watch the guy who could go down when he retires as the greatest quarterback of all time. He has 6 Super Bowl rings with Bill Belichick in that organization. Bill Belichick has proven to us that he is if he's not the best coach of all time, he's very very close to it. Like there's I don't even know who you would want to to put in that conversation to say he's better than Bill Belichick. So, I, like I said, I want to start the show off by saying there is an appreciation for the New England Patriots. That's that's deep down there. You got to dig through all of my hate, and you got to dig through all of the stuff that I, I try to say about New England, and and you know all my corny jokes. You dig through all that stuff, and there is an appreciation for the team. There's definitely an appreciation if you if you're a fan of football and you're a fan of good football. It's it's really difficult to say. You can find a franchise in any sport that over the last 20 years have been better at what they do than the New England Patriots. Now, with that being said, you bums got swept. It's over. I was being I was being real, real calm and, and real. Um, I was just trying to be humble about the whole thing. And obviously, you know, I have I have a strong, a strong love for Cam Newton. Um, And it has nothing to do with him being in New England. I've loved Cam for a long time. I think it's well documented. Everybody who either listens to the show or who, you know, kind of interacts with me and goes back and forth on Twitter. I think it's very clear that everybody knows that I've just been a fan of Cam Newton and it just is what it is. But first of all, he looks horrible. First of all. So I had I had the picture up as my profile picture for the last week because first I did want to troll like Bill's fans are, you know, come on, we're entirely too sensitive about stuff like that. We got to be able to let people be fans how they want to be fans. But that's not the whole point of this pod, so I'm not going to go down that route. But what I am going to talk about is the fact that Although I have all this love for for Cam and then I just gave you all a nice little 3-minute 4-minute speech about how um, just how incredible New England has been and my appreciation for being able to witness greatness witness greatness in person. Like there's a lot of time a lot of people I talk to and they're like, "Man, I wish I was able to go to to Chicago Bulls games when Jordan was in the league because it's like he really was the greatest and I never got a chance. We got a chance to see Tom Brady every season twice a year once in person and you know once you're absolutely gonna gonna tune in now cam's there I, you know my love for cam listen you bums got washed you bums got swept and for the remainder of this season and i know it's only one week left and we have the playoffs no you know for the remainder of this year And by this year, I mean until the new season starts. New England are the New England bums. They are not the Patriots. We do not acknowledge bums around here. So I am very, very hopeful that my man Cam Newton will decide to leave and not re-up his contract in New England because he's not a bum. If anything, I think everybody knows at the very least, um, he's super fashionable at the least. You might not like his style. I don't like his style, but he's not a bum. He's been playing like it. Holy crap. Have you seen, you know, and as much as I take up for me, you all know, I, I really take up for Cam. I really take up for Cam. There were there were a couple of plays last night, and I even mentioned this um, the first time we played them, you know, earlier in the season. And we played the Patriots, and I'm like, man, there's plays where Cam, you know, he's just coming out and literally throwing the ball into the dirt. And he did it again. He did it again this week. I I just I don't know. So I don't know if it's a if it's an issue of health. I don't know if his his shoulder has fully recovered or not from the surgery and um, him trying to switch up his throwing motions and all those other things. It could be that. But what I do know is he doesn't look like the Cam Newton that made me, you know, want to pound the table and and yell until I, I don't have a voice anymore. The reason why I felt so strongly about defending him is because the the level of play. I felt that I felt that a lot of times the way people talked about him and the things that people said about him, I felt weren't fair based off of the things that he has done on the field. Now, whether you like him off the field or not, that's up to you. But you're, you, I just find it hard to believe that there's this narrative about this guy like he, he isn't good. Now, granted, this season he hasn't been good. So if we're going to pull from one season, fine. I'm not even going to debate you about the season. I've, I've actually given some takes that surprise some people because of the fact that I love Cam so much. But this year he looked bad. He looked horrible. Looked horrible. And I'm, I'm just hoping and praying to God that, um, like I said, first, he gets out of New England. But secondly, I really hope he takes his his physical health seriously, which I know he does because he's a you know, he he's a freak. You know, he he works out nonstop, you know. So I know he's he's looking to recover and, and get to the point where he's able to just look like his old self again. But man, Cam, you, we got to do that sooner than later, bro. And not in New England. Cause I'm gonna tell you what, it was torture this last week for me to still love you, but still love myself. Cause I'm part of Bill's mafia. And although I do think that Bill's mafia sometimes overreacts and, and, um, you know, they beat the wrong people up because you're, we're all part of the same team. So you can't beat yourself up, but that's what we do. But man, it was rough this week. It was rough. Um, you know, trying to take up for you with certain takes. And so Cam, come on, man, let's, let's get out of there. Matter of fact, I think I know Mitch Trubisky is playing better as of right now compared to how he's played throughout his career, but man, I would really love to see Cam Newton get out of new England and make his way to Chicago. If he can make that happen, I don't care what the contract is. You got good receivers or at least I I think good above average for sure, but you have two receivers there. One who deserves an extension, You got a running game. You got a defense. If Cam Newton can get his way out of New England, because that's the thing. And they even talked about that on on the broadcast during the game. The team is in shambles and it's not Cam. Like Cam didn't look good. But when you got him out there throwing to, you know, I think I made the joke before. you You got Cam out there throwing to me, Joe Miller, Bruce Nolan, and Joe Marino like that like, I, I just don't I don't know any quarterback and you can say Tom Brady in his younger years when he was the best player in the world or whatever you can say Peyton Manning or whoever I don't think there's anybody that can take the the cast of characters that are on the New England Patriots I don't think there's anyone that can take them to the Super Bowl There's a reason why Tom Brady made his way to Tampa Bay as quickly as he did He wasn't he come on He wasn't for it. So, Cam, get out of there, man. Get out of there. Go somewhere where there's an offensive line. Go somewhere where you have receivers. Go somewhere where you can actually be yourself and be happy and have passion again. Please. Moving on to the best part of this podcast. My Buffalo, our Buffalo Bills. Are 12 and three. We're 12 and three. And we have the opportunity in front of us where we control our own destiny as far as whether. Well, no, I don't think we quite control our destiny because we have to win out. But we also need Pittsburgh to lose, if I'm not mistaken, although we did beat them. So they might not have to lose. We just have to win. So technically, I, I guess that means we do have this in our own destiny. So we control what happens here. We need to win. We need to beat Miami Sunday for this number two seed. If we get this number two seed, it ensures two things. One, we have home games in Western New York. Every home game besides the AFC Conference Championship. And for that, more than likely, we're going to have to travel to Missouri. To see Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to tell you what. I like barbecue. And I hear that Kansas City got some good barbecue. Now, I've been to Kansas City and I feel like if it was that good, I would have remembered. But that just means I need to go and try it. I'm not actually I'm not saying nothing negative about their food. I, I think uh, I think there's a reason why they're famous for it. But I need to I need to go to the places <laughs> I need to eat need to eat and then I already posted it and I've said it multiple times after that conference championship baby I'm looking to meet every single one of you that I can meet in Tampa Bay we are going to the Super Bowl and I'm calling it and I'm not calling it just you know trying to be a homer I'm looking at this team if you really take a step back and you just look at the team and look at the way the team is playing and you look at other teams around the league I honestly I know that you can lose any given Sunday thus the Jets are now 2 and 13 as opposed to 0 and 15 even though they should have <laughs> there's no way they should have won those last two games I'll I'll get to that in a moment because I I kind of want to touch on Baker Mayfield. So, we'll talk about the Jets game shortly. But man, we are going to the Super Bowl because when you look at the roster and you look at the way they're playing, they're doing everything that we see Kansas City can do. Our offense is actually statistically, which is crazy to me right now, lately we've been more explosive than the Kansas City Chiefs. And on top of our offense being more explosive, our defense has picked up, and now we're playing very, very similarly to how we were playing when last season, the season before, that's the way you want your offense to look. That's the way it's supposed to look. And that's the way your defense is supposed to look. That's the way your team, and then you all know I'm on my campaign. I've been on this now for five weeks. It's time to extend Andre Roberts. And I know we had other content creators kind of chime in on that. And they're like, yeah, but he's kind of at the end of his career. He's older now and blah, 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 blah. Listen, I get you. I hear you. I don't care. I have no care in the world to. I just I don't want to entertain that conversation. I could care less. He doesn't look old. Last night, the very first kick that he returned back, he took it to the 46-yard line. I don't care. He's the best punt kickoff returner in the league. Bruce Nolan hit me one time. We were talking. He's like, yeah, no, I give him three. So, okay, top three punt returner in the league. Consistently, consistently, Andre Roberts sets the bills up up with – like very, very short fields field position is a thing. And if you win that battle in the NFL, you probably are going to win the game. And if you don't, I can guarantee you that it's, it's a, a very uncommon thing to not win the game. If you win the position or the field position battle, just like the turnover battle, if you win the turnover battle, normally you're going to win the game. Now we've seen teams who just aren't good and they win the turnover battle and then they just break down. We've seen that. So it's not a a sure thing, but what I'm saying is Andre Roberts is a big part of the reason why the Buffalo bills are 12 and three. And if you don't believe that, and if you don't value him, I'm sorry, but you need to, you need to value Andre Roberts. There are, there are times where, you know, A spark on special teams like that will get your offense ready. Now, granted, this year we don't look like we need much of a spark. But trust me, Andre Roberts is a very valuable member of this team, and he's better than what a lot of us still, still, still. Week 16, and and a lot of us still don't appreciate him. Steph, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, man. I'm pulling up the stats right now. Stefan Diggs ended the night with 9 receptions for 145 yards. <laughs> you heard me. I'm going to say it again. 9 receptions for 145 yards and 3 touchdowns. 3 touchdowns. Let's look at the quarterback. Josh Allen threw 27 for 36 for 320 yards four touchdowns and no interceptions that that's beautiful man that's a, that's that's beautiful to me and and the way that they've grown in their relationship and you can tell like the camaraderie and the love that they have for each other it's like oozing off the screen when you watch those guys man like you talk about you talk about bro crush or, or whatever they call those, thing, you know, like the little man crushes or, you know, everybody loves everybody that, you know, it's it's really clear, very clear that Joe and I have have good chemistry. And I love Joe. Joe loves me. At least I hope so. Man, the way I look at Steph and Josh it, it's Spence and Joe. It's the same me, man. You got two goats doing what they do. Man. It's it's so much fun to watch. It's so much fun to watch. And the thing that that really um, like the thing that really excites me when I when I look at the two of them. First, they're both young. Stephon Diggs is 27 years old and, and Josh Allen, I believe, is 24. We're going to extend Josh Allen at the end of this season. If we don't extend them, they're going to give them a five year option. They're going to pick that up, and then they're going to, or the fifth year option, I should say, they're going to pick that up, and then they're going to extend him as soon as they can figure out the numbers. They are going to keep Josh Allen. So we're probably going to have, sign him for a four or five year extension somewhere around a crazy number. <laughs> so don't be surprised when you see it. But we also, remember, we have Stefan Diggs for another three years under contract, I believe. We're going to be able to see this for the next two, three years and hopefully beyond because Steph is still young. And then if we can develop Gabriel Davis the same way or similarly to how we developed Josh Allen in his position. I know it's a different position, but if Gabriel Davis can continue to be what he's showing us that he's being right now. Good grief, man. We still got Cole Beasley for another year or two. John Brown. All we need to do is start to get our running game going. If we can finally get our running game to be consistent and give us those four and a half, five yards. You know, even at this point, I'm going to just say three yards. And I know that's horrible, but but the thing is, we really have a non-existent running game at this point. And what I need to happen for us to win the Super Bowl, in my mind is that I I feel that we need to be able to move the ball and control the clock. Because it's one thing to go out there and score in two minutes, but then you give the ball right back. And I think that's something that we saw against the Cardinals. And I'm not saying every team is going to beat us with a Hail Mary. But against the Cardinals, it was very clear that we left too much time on the clock for Kyler Murray. It was a prayer, but we left too much time on the clock for Kyler Murray. In years past, you leave a minute on the clock for Tom Brady and you might as well just go ahead and head to the locker room. Why did you do that? Peyton Manning, our own quarterback, Josh Allen is like the king of fourth quarter comebacks at this point. Not this season because we're normally winning now. But he was the king of fourth quarter comebacks last season. There are certain guys that you just don't leave time on the clock for. And the thing with, with the playoffs is that you're talking about a bunch of teams who even though they all might not be the Kansas City Chiefs, they're all good teams. That's why it's the playoffs because you have to be good to make it. You have to qualify. So those teams who qualify, who have a good running game, that's the reason why the Tennessee Titans made it all the way to the AFC champ, the Championship last year Without, we, we want to give Tannehill more love than I think he deserves. I, I won't hate on him right now. I'll let Tannehill have his moment. But that's about Derrick Henry down there. Tennessee's nothing without that running game. And Henry is a man shot, like he's a beast. If the Buffalo Bills had not even that running game, But if we could duplicate half that running game, we'd be unstoppable. We'd be unstoppable. I think Zach Moss led the team with 57 yards and a touchdown. Devin Singletary had 36 yards. 3.6 average. 3.6 yards a carry. That's the average for Devin Singletary. Zach Moss had 4.8 yards a carry. Josh ran it four times for thirty-five yards. So we had, we had a hundred yards on the ground. But thirty-five came from our quarterback. Thirty-six came from another running back, and then fifty-seven. Came. I get the whole running back by committee thing. But if you had a consistent, could you imagine if we had Lashawn McCoy when he was with Tyrod, like that version of Lashawn McCoy with this roster? It's over. It's over. It's over. I'm just I'm just so excited about the Super Bowl, but I, there's things that I see that although we're riding high, we're 12 and three, and, and we just beat the Patriots and we dominated the Patriots 38 to nine, and it's the second worst loss in the history of Bill Belichick's career. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Let's party. However, the Patriots aren't going to the playoffs, so. I, There is cause to celebrate. There's a reason to celebrate. We swept them. We're the division champions. We're better than those bums. But. Now. They're no longer even a thought for us this season. We beat them twice. We don't have anything to worry about with the Patriots. The Patriots aren't even a thought in our mind anymore. Now we're looking at teams with records of 11 5. Looking at teams with like you just can't do that against these teams. You can't. So, we got to get that running game going so we can milk that clock at the end of the game when we have leads so we don't see what we saw last year. And we went played the tight or the the Texans. If we could have kept that clock going and not just kept the clock going, we We are way more aggressive this year than we were last year. So that is going to be a part that you'll see completely different when the Bills play. When we get to the playoffs, we're, we're a different team. We're aggressive. We no longer have third quarter issues. We no longer have third quarter issues. We haven't talked about that now for like three weeks, maybe four. Every week we had a conversation like after the game, it was always the third quarter. Oh man, the third quarter. Oh, I'm in the third quarter. Now, We haven't even mentioned it because the Bills got the ball back. They came out after half and then they did it again. And they're clicking and they're having so much fun. So I'm hoping and praying that I get to see a lot of you in Tampa Bay because I'm going, I'm going to be there. So y'all can come. First round's on me. Not everybody. You know, I can't. A bunch of you listen to this show, so I can't I can't buy the first round for everybody. I, I won't be able to have fun and enjoy myself because I won't be able to afford that. But this is this is a good this is a good time. Bill's Mafia. I need you all to appreciate it. Enjoy it. I know last week on the show um, or the week prior when Matt was on with me, I said, look, we just got to enjoy this. Let's live in the moment. Let's enjoy it. Let's soak it up because I know I just gave the speech about how we have Josh and Steph for the next four years and we have this and we have that and we can do this thing is even with these guys and even with all of this, this type of play isn't promised. You know, there's no guarantee that we're going to be this good next year, even if we bring back 95% of our roster. There's no guarantee. There's injuries. There are, you know, people actually regress, which to me, I still don't quite understand it unless it's like a, you know, you're out of shape or something like that. But I just don't understand how players regress if you're constantly studying and you're constantly training and you're constantly getting better but at the same time I'm not a professional athlete so I wouldn't understand that maybe one day I'll um you know be able to get after the season is over I'll I'll cash in on some commitments that I have and get some coaches on and and we can have that conversation because it's, it's very it's interesting to me when when you look at a player and they start to play so for instance Baker Mayfield great segue Spence Baker Mayfield is a very, very proud person. He's very strong-minded. He's a winner. They're winning this year. They have a good record. He won in college. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. He won his rookie year in Cleveland. They looked really good. Still didn't make the playoffs, so I guess I can't say they won. But he had a good season. Individually, he looked good. I know he's having a couple good games here. I do not understand how we give people like Baker Mayfield the type of pass that we give him as often as we give it to him. Granted, Sunday he didn't have his receivers. I know, COVID messed everybody up this year with a lot of different things. It's a weird year. But guess what? Josh Allen had a team his rookie season that had an offensive lineman as his number one wide receiver. And all the national media, and even some of the local media, all that people wanted to do was to speak negatively about Josh Allen and talk about how he could never, ever be a good player, how he'll never develop, he'll never be this, and he'll never be that. But Baker Mayfield comes into the league, and he already has a true number one receiver with Landry. He has a great tight end. He has a great running game. Then they trade for Odell Beckham. My guy, OBJ, gets there. So you got two number one receivers. You got two number one tight ends. In joke, you might not be a number one. I I like him. I think he could be. Cooper is. I mean, Hooper is. It's he has too much talent on his team. He has probably the best backfield in the league. You got two great running backs. And you mean to tell me. That Baker didn't make the playoffs his first year, his second year. They're going to make it this year. But we give we give people passes and I just don't get it because we dog Josh Allen. And the only reason why anybody spoke negatively at all about Baker was because of him talking. Baker does so many commercials and Baker does all of this other stuff, but he doesn't win. Josh Allen is letting the play talk for him. I'm not going to talk too much about Baker. We can keep it moving. I'm I'm just extremely excited for uh, what the team is going to, what we're going to do. So listen, next Sunday, let's talk about it End the show off real quick. This was a quick one. It's right after the game is late, but let's talk about it. Next Sunday, Miami Dolphins. What do we want, Bills Mafia? Do do we want to rest Josh? Do we want Josh to break the records, like whatever records he didn't break? Do we want, like, what wh- what do we want? Because we're in the playoffs. Do we want to crush Miami's hopes? Do we want to keep them out? I saw a post. And I actually made a post afterwards, but I saw a couple posts where people were saying that, well, I don't want Baltimore. I'd rather play Miami in the first round. I'm not scared of Baltimore. Now, granted, we don't have a good run defense. We don't have a bad run defense anymore. It's not bad, but we don't have a good run defense. It's getting better. And I've, I'm seeing things that make me say, OK, no, we're we're, we're there. But we're not great. So I get why people would say, you know, as a matchup, this is rough. You don't want to see, you know, you don't want to see Lamar Jackson running for 140 yards on this. But when they came to Buffalo last year, we put the clamps on them. Now, they won. But it wasn't like what it it wasn't like what people are talking about. Like people now, we're scared. Why, why, Why is Bill's Mafia scared of a guy that we held? I just I just don't get it. I don't get it. I say, bring me Lamar Jackson. Bring Ray Lewis out of retirement. I say, whoever you want. I want Kansas City. If we can get, and I know it's impossible, but I'm just, I'm on my talk now. If we can get Kansas City in round one, damn it, bring me Kansas City. And no, I'm not biting off more than I can chew. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. I'm not saying we're going to beat Kansas City. They may beat us, they're a very good team. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Tyreek Hill is top three wide receiver in the league. They're tight end, man. Travis Kelsey is probably. I guess it depends on how you look at him, because I look at him like a wide receiver, but he's a tight end. I think George Kittle is the best tight end in football right now. But man, Travis Kelsey ain't too far behind he's not too far behind he's doing incredible things incredible things so yeah you 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 look at that offense I'm not saying that we're going to go in there and dog walk them that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is I'm up for the challenge what I'm saying is this is the first time in a long time that I feel like the talent or the collection of talent that Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott put on the field I feel that it's on par with what Kansas City has and I feel that we're talented enough to be just as good if not better so miss me with all the fear miss me with the fear talk and 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 you know trying to talk yourselves out of playing somebody no let's talk into that I want all the smoke from all the teams and I want them all to be healthy I want to beat you as the best version of you. I don't want to beat your backups. I don't want to beat because because then all off season all we're gonna do is have excuses that well I mean you yeah but you beat someone so no 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 I want I want your guy. I want everybody at at their best because to me that's what it's about. That's what sports are about. It's about competition. It's about imposing your will on the other person across from you and, and making sure that you let them know that, you know, I'm here and I'm going to put all this effort into. And if you beat me, listen, you win. And I'll go back and train harder and come back next year and I'll I'll try again. There's only one Super Bowl winner every year. So it's not something that that we have to feel Any type of. There's going to be disappointment if we don't win. But there's no embarrassment if we don't win. But I do want to play the best. I don't want to play subpar teams. I don't. I don't. I want to beat the best and I want to be viewed as the best. There's different levels every year. So, like years, year after year, we've been wanting respect from the media. Now we got respect. So now it's no longer are the Bills for real? Now. No, the Bills are for real. The Bills are here. Josh Allen's the real deal. So that's that's the conversation now. The thing is, there's another level. There's another step. And now it goes from being legit and being dangerous and being contenders to being championship caliber. And I know for the last couple of seasons, that's been plastered all around one Bills drive. All around the stadium, in, in the offices, you know, if you ever get a chance to go by and and like do a tour of the stadium, you can see how Sean McDermott has he has a, a clear focus and a vision. And on purpose, he wants them to have the idea that they are championship caliber. First year he got there was playoff caliber because he understood there are levels we have to break through. We we just broke through a lot. We just broke through a lot. So it, it, it might feel like, OK, Spence, we just we just got here. Like, let's let's live in this. True. But the problem is. We just got here and it's close to the Super Bowl. We're a month and a week away from the Super Bowl. So while I understand we just got here, I also understand. I don't want to leave. We just got here. I want to stay here. Buffalo Bills. Let's do this. Let's go Bills Mafia. I'm going to check out on this one, man. It's been a great night. It's been a great game. I am in heaven with this. Buffalo Bills 12 and 13 going to face the Miami Dolphins next week. I'm going to predict a Buffalo Bills victory. I don't think that um, Tua is going to, you know, I just don't think the game is going to be close. I do understand that Miami has statistically the best defense in the league, so I don't want to undervalue their talent. I think that they're a good team. But I just think that right now things are clicking for the Buffalo Bills, and I I just think that Josh is playing on an MVP caliber, MVP level. I think that our defense is feeling very, very good about themselves, and I You know what? I'll even take it one more step further. I think our coordinators, our coaches are our coaches are calling games and they're in zones, man. They are in zones. When when you have Lee Smith catching like 20 yard passes (laughs) because Brian Dayball calls a play that looks like we're going to do a trick pass. And it just leaves Lee Smith wide open. Like when you're doing stuff like that, you're just. Josh almost broke the record. He almost he almost threw a touchdown to a 13th receiver for the season, which would have been an NFL record. Not a Bills record, an NFL record. It's just incredible what we're doing. It's incredible. This stuff is legit. Stuff is legit. So listen, Bills fans. Enjoy the rest of this week. Enjoy Victory Tuesday. Talk as much talk as you can to every Patriots fan that you know. Say as much that you want and make sure they feel it because we felt it for 20 years. So make sure they feel it. Signing out. Y'all know the drill. Y'all love each other. Live in peace. Take care of each other and stay positive. Test negative. I love y'all. Go, Bills.